welcome to the podcast. I'm Caleb Trovers, joined by my brother, Nick Trovers. Say hello, Nick. Hello, everyone. You know, I was thinking, instead of calling this the Bush League Podcast, we should just call it the Bushcast. The Bushcast. Made by Bush League? Yeah, or whatever. Sure. The Bushcast. Or the Pod League. That doesn't mean anything, though. Yeah, I know. It just makes it shorter, so I don't say Bush League Podcast. Uh... We, we can, we can, you know what, we can brainstorm over it. <laughs> Jeez, subtle note taken. We're not doing it. <laughs> so I'm thinking we talk about, in this podcast, Deflategate, Bill Simmons. Yeah. I want to talk about NBA commentators that suck, and maybe okay. NBA commentators that suck less. Okay, is Reggie Game Miller of- top of the first list? Easily. He's so bad. Game of Thrones needs to be on our talk list. No pun intended. But but we'll put that towards the end so that okay. people that haven't listened to it don't have to spoil themselves. I'll, I'll give them a spoiler alert. Have you figured out how to just listen to Game of Thrones? What? You said people that haven't listened to Game of Thrones. Sorry. People that haven't seen the show because we're going to just you, – you've caught up, right? I'm caught up, man. So we're going to ham- I, I think there's a lot to talk about with Game There of is, absolutely. We're half a season in. Yeah, so I, I think we should just kind of hammer into that. So if people haven't seen, if people aren't up to date on the episodes, they can tune out. Real quick, uh, Chicago was down by like 17 points. It's a two-point game now with a minute left. Uh, they were never down by 17. They were down by like nine. They were down by 15. They're on a 24-9 run right now. So what's that? They've outscored them wow. by really? 15, and they're down two. They were down 17. You don't tell me. That was late in the fourth quarter, then. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. But anyway, two-point game, and it's Chicago's bowl, ball, and Derrick Rose just got rejected by LeBron. I'm watching the game cast for it, so I'll at least be up to date. Um, LeBron was amazing in the first half. Yeah, I missed I missed the first half. I he was incredible. Away. I think he had 20-some 20, 20 points. Wow. 20 points. Wow. Okay, so um, we need to start off with a uh, couple quick things. I played some cornhole this last weekend. Okay. On some boards that were like crazy slick. You told me that, yeah. And I, and I think they were legitimate cornhole boards. But man, you want to talk about a different ball game? No, I think yours is legitimate cornhole board. Anyone no. else's that's not like yours is not legitimate. No, no. So here's the thing. So these boards were the same exact measurements. So, I mean, they are legitimate cornhole size boards. Mm-hmm. But every time I've ever seen a tournament or I've actually watched on YouTube, like the cornhole championships, mm-hmm. they're slick surface boards. My boards, you can stick a bag on there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they don't slide much. Sure. Um, any Any legitimate cornhole I've ever seen was very it's a very slick surface man it, so how what do they make is, the, what do they make the tops out of to make them slick they just, just finish the wood it. more than yours yeah yeah i think it's just a more finished plywood because it's still wood and there's okay. no there's no like lacquer on it or anything it's just uh I think there has to be lacquer on it for it to be this smooth no man and i think bags too the bags make a difference so the the surface was very fine sanded whatever very slick are the bags like silky yeah, the bags were silky, so they weren't the burlap that I have. I don't like that. I love your burlap bags. Dude, but I think if you had felt these bags, you'd really like the feel. Anyway, it was crazy. It was way more challenging of a cornhole game. Uh, wow. It was it was insane. And I pride myself. I mean, I'm a decent cornhole player. It was sure. 
hard to get dialed in on this board. Well, see, the thing is, the best part of your game is, like, dead swishes anyway. So, really, if you hadn't let it get you off your game, your game would have been fine. No, Because but when okay, you're really I, going I, yeah. well, you don't touch the board. No, but here's the thing. Um, on my boards, you can afford to go for swishes. Because That's if true. you hit right in front of it or right next to it, you'll probably still stay on the board. Well, you will because you're good. Most people will slide it off. But yeah. No, but I mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, if you have yeah. any arc at all to your shot, if you miss a swish, you're staying on the board on my boards. On these boards, you had zero chance of staying on the board unless it was a swish. Perfect swish. Interesting. Even if you threw it at the and it hit the very front of the board, there was a really mm-hmm. good chance it was sliding off. You, unless you had like really, really high good arc. And you know the spin that I put on my cornhole shots. I was, sure. still sli- I was still sliding off. I mean, it was a benefit for me to do that, but it was still really tough. Um, I have two random pop culture points, and then we can move on to Deflate Gate. Okay. Olive Garden is introducing... Are you ready? Uh, wait, wait for it, wait for it. It's, um, yeah, I don't know. What is it? Breadstick sandwiches. <laughs> I shit you not. Like, 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 is it like ball? one breadstick cut in half and then made, or is it like two breadsticks that make a very long skinny sandwich? Or do you break two breadsticks in half and then basically have four small breadsticks? How does this work? Yeah, you know, it's a good question. It looks like one breadstick cut in half, but I think they're a little bit wider than your standard breadstick. And I'm staring, I am staring at a, looks like something like a, like a chicken parmigiana or a meatball sandwich with the breadsticks. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It, uh, it's making my mouth water a little bit, and I just had dinner. So it's just a sandwich, then? With breadsticks. Okay. You know what I tried to order for uh, dinner last night, by the way? What did you, Remember that were time? You uh, Domino's. <laughs> what did you try and order? You remember that time that we had the really great, like, oh. jalapeno-flavored, like, oh. jalapeno and pineapple and stuff? Like a, like a Hawaiian jalapeno something? Yeah, I think I got the same one. It's not quite as good as I remember, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Dude, you gotta you gotta come over to Bend. We'll take you to, to Ten Barrel, get the Hacka pizza. It's kinda like that. It's got jalapenos Dude, and I've been to Ten Barrel so much. Okay, we can go literally anywhere else. Okay. I mean I'll go there. I uh I did try their nacho though and too much gorgonzola. Yeah, it's it's a ri- it's too rich. I think. I mean, I like it, but I can't eat the whole thing. And that's. I mean, I like the first five bites, and then I was like, "All right, that's about yeah. enough of the gorgonzola." Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Deflate gate on a scale of one to ten. How ridiculous was that punishment? I the whole thing's ridiculous. Like the fact that anyone said anything about anything to anyone. Like. <laughs> well, it's let, like, let's wait for everyone who doesn't know. The Patriots finally got punished for the whole deflate gate thing. And I kind of thought that was, it was kind of gone away. I forgot that they were doing this whole report thing. Right. So it was that a supposedly independent investigation, that whole thing? Yeah, by the same guy who did the Jonathan Martin independent investigation. Right, I'm double so, air quoting right now, double air quoting. Because he's also a guy who's defending the NFL, his law firm is defending the NFL against their some of their concussion uh, lawsuits. Right. Um, and they yeah. actively are, like, they work for the NFL, and they're going to do an independent investigation. Yeah, there's nothing independent about it, other than but, it's not the NFL. But Yeah, exactly. But also, I just, 
like, let's take four steps back. Let's not talk about the punishment. Let's talk about whether anyone should have cared more than be, being like, hey, uh, Patriots, maybe you guys should make sure your balls are fully inflated. Great. End of story. Like, receivers back in the day used to pile stick them on their hands. That's much worse. It, yep. This isn't like, like a pitcher doctoring a baseball or something where right. it's like giving you a actual competitive Huge advantage. Edge, right. it, unless you're able to doctor a football in such a way that it will turn in midair, if you're not able to do that, then all we're doing is making the op, like making you more comfortable with the ball. And, I mean, the whole point of the game in the last 10 years has been to make the offense better. I, the, it's stupid. Again, well, it should well, have been like, hey, wait, what were you guys doing? Oh, it, hey, the, the, the rule is 12.5 PSI. How about you make sure we're at that? Okay, yeah. we're done. Like, it was a 40-point game, Caleb. I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that specific thing up. Which like, part? Just, the 40-point game? No, no, just boiling it back down to how much of a competitive advantage is this? Exactly. And, 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 people, and, and people want to say, like, oh, it doesn't matter. Rules are rules. No, it kind of does matter. No, it totally because matters. rules are not rules. And these are all insanely competitive people, and they're going to look for any edge they can find. And, yeah. again, this did not give them an advantage. Yeah. Okay, so completely agree with you. And here are two points I would add on that. It is laughable for me when you hear about random people on Twitter and wherever – I mean, just they're complete dumbasses, but I'm sure yeah. they re- represent a big part of the population. When they yeah. try and just say, "Oh, oh, no, 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 no," the flat, the flat balls are so much easier to catch, and they just go off on on, right. on how much easier it is to catch a flat ball. And the part that I find verifiably insane is, first of all, these balls were like one psi flatter than the legal ball. Right, that's the thing. We're talking one psi. Yeah, yeah. So hardly flatter than a legal ball yeah. and it, if you've played football at all you know that you probably can't even tell one psi difference well, of course not of course not so, even so, if you, that, that that's the end of the point though right like you wouldn't be able to tell the difference that this ball was between the legal range and where it was don't get me wrong it was probably flatter than a fully pumped up ball but no quarterback in the nfl throws with a fully pumped up ball except for the ones that really like a fully pumped up ball which are right. very few. Anyway, I just find that, first of all, very insane. Uh, the other thing I find insane is, like you said, it was a 40-point game. And not only, not, not only the 40-point game, it was for one half of a 40-point game. And my third and final point is, I think Tom had a decent point. Maybe the NFL needs to do an independent, uh, independent investigation on how their referees operationally handle footballs before a game. <laughs> Like, come on! How is it this easy to do this? Like, if we take, care, take the balls. Like, if we're going to care at this level, well, here's yeah, the thing: it yeah, should yeah, be no that easy to do that because no one should care. But if we're going to make this a big deal, then yeah, let's get some security on those things. Right. No, you know that point. back in the day, so in the last maybe ten years, uh, the kickers have all yeah. used a special K ball, like really shitty balls. No, it's a it's a factory ball. That they're not allowed to mess with very much. That's like 10 years old. Before that, kickers were allowed to have their ball before the game. Like, they would bring their ball as long as it was a, you know, a regulation ball. And they could do whatever they wanted to it. That, that's, what re- that's what I meant. They would, like, beat them up and smash them down and make them fat. They'd, like, put them in a vice and deform <laughs> them. Like, the goal was to get it as close to a soccer ball as possible. 
And so you had these footballs that had been tortured into being 20% more round or whatever. Like, this is a thing that we allowed 10 years ago, and now a team had a, a bunch of balls, one PSI low, end of the world. Okay, end and, and, of the world. So now we need to talk about the punishment. So, so now, 10 years later from that, and nobody cares anyway. I, 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 I love your point. There's no way the NFL or anyone cares that much because the, the referees are so slack with, with the way they handle pregame balls. Right. Like they'll check them and then they'll give them back to you. And then, sure. <laughs> then you just bring them back on the field. Oh, okay. That's fantastic. Oh, and then also, and then also, here's what the Patriots can do, offer to you. They can give the Colts three points for every PSI that <laughs> the balls collectively were underinflated. For they'll still drive. win by ten. For every they'll drive. Still, <laughs> yeah. In the first and they'll half. still they'll still win by ten <laughs> on the Super Bowl. Which yeah. with fully inflated balls, they won. When people it, this gets me really fired up, and, and I just feel like people are so stupid and don't actually pay attention to details. When people are screaming, and maybe this is just really it stupid, is stupid people that aren't that the only I don't know. When, when people are screaming for there to yeah. be like an asterisk next to the Patriots Super Bowl, those people need to be fired from Twitter, and Dude, they should probably though. be shot in the kneecap. At least some, like some sort of corporal punishment should be dished you're, out. To you're opening a can of worms on the that. fire from Twitter, though. There are a ton of absolutely horrific people that populate Twitter, and I don't understand where these people come from. Yeah, it's like true. a lot. That's true. I think I think partially, I think it's partially a product of being able to just tweet, you know, just text something and make that your thought. When if you were in real life, like face to face with someone. Sometimes well, you, you of course you would never say it. I, I think the part of the issue is they're able to like get recognized by big important people, but the best way to get recognized by those people is to say absolutely horrible things, say ridiculous things, and because you know yeah. that that you have to stand out somehow. It's like a kid who does stupid stuff to get mom to pay attention to him. I don't know. Anyway, right. So. Four games suspension. That's helping the for Patriots. Tom They're going to get Grappolo ready to go. The report, the, the right the exactly. Report, That's and, the thing. And Tom's too old to play rest, sixteen honestly. games anyway. I don't, uh, they're helping them. <laughs> the re, the report says it's more yeah. the, the conclusion. Correct me if I'm wrong. The conclusion of the report was it is more yeah. probable than not. That Tom Brady was involved or knew. No, what it, it said was it's more balls. probable than not that Tom at least knew in a general way about it. That was the conclusion. Yeah, and I, I thought it was a. I saw some. Uh, so the fact that four that games. conclusion can give you a, a four-game suspension when a very evident video mm-hmm. of you beating the shit out of your wife only gives you a yeah. two-game suspension right I know. off the bat it, is crazy. Well, listen, let's not take it back to the Ray Rice thing because they've completely changed how they do that. Let's just talk about, let's just talk about, yeah, yeah, like, obviously. four games. Are you there? Oh, you cut out. Four games. I just, that, it feels like we're not in America right now. Because we had a report that's like, yeah, he, yeah. he maybe probably did it. Or at least knew about it a little bit. And based on that, they were like, oh, four-game suspension. And if you read the letter, it made it sound like a large part of the suspension was because Tom didn't cooperate with the investigation, mm-hmm. i.e. giving them his cell phone. Right, right. didn't And if that's phone. what we're doing now is, yeah. is suspending people because they're like, oh, you can't that? have my phone. Like, I'm out. I... 
that that great point. That's, that's the, the absolute crazy. That's part. the craziest part because we all know that's what it was. They they said a large portion of the punishment they thought yeah. or whatever. No, I no, no, no. That was in a letter from Troy Brown, came from. who's the NFL's head of discipline or something. Okay, so perfect. So if a large part of the dis- discipline is because Tom said, screw right. you guys, I'm not giving you my phone. How about you prove yeah. it however you want? Like, I don't have to do that. That's that's insane. Of course not. It would not. never hold up in a court of law. And that's crazy that the NFL can just, oh, oh, well, you must be guilty, Tommy, if you're not handing over your I know. phone. So it, it's seriously like being in Russia. You've got that. And then, so the, the Pats... The first and fourth round pick, I think, are a bigger deal than Tom's suspension, to be honest. Because Tom's suspension, Tom's suspension, four That's games, Grapple's good enough. They go two and two in those games. They still make the playoffs. But the first rounder, yeah, and the no first one rounder the is insane. Oh, here's the thing about the million dollars. Did you know that in the CBA, the maximum fine the NFL can impose on any team or individual is five hundred thousand dollars? Right, but they said it wasn't. Yeah, so they like find them twice. Or once for the underinflating the balls, and once for not properly. Uh, 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 what did we just say Tom did by not giving their phone? Cooperate. Not properly cooperating with the investigation. So basically, there's no max fine then. <laughs> like, you, if you're going to divide those into two separate. You could, right. you could, you could, just uh, pick, you could pick, pick. find somebody five million and say uh, you were super mean, and then you didn't seem very sad about it, and then <laughs> you lied about being super mean, and you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think uh, the totally. ginger hammer may have oversteps himself. Well, not only that, can so, I, I think the NFL would at least, uh, I think they would get less heat. They would get less heat in the wake of everything that's happened in the last year and a half if they would sort of come out with these punishments and, and fully explain themselves for some of it at least. Like, for instance, why right. a fourth rounder? Like, yeah, like, no, first rounder, who, not who enough. That? First rounder. So it, why the first yeah. rounder? Why the fourth rounder? Yeah, I know. No, no well, what happened was they were like, oh, like how, first how, rounder. Well, that's not enough. Well, what about a seventh rounder? <laughs> that's nothing. Second rounder? Too much. Fourth rounder, just right. 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 Well, and let's, let's not do them in the same year. We'll, right. We'll it's at least a, give them the next year, you know, for the, for the other pick. Like, like come on, guys. I, I really think the show? Ginger Hammer may have screwed up. Um, Robert Kraft is one of his big I think, supporters. I think so, too. I think. And I, yeah. And he's one of the most yeah, powerful. Absolutely. And he pissed league, off Roberto. Roberto is not pleased. Um, he Tom is Not Roberto's boy, and uh, yeah, I just I don't think this is going to end well at all for for the Ginger Hammer. I seriously could. I'm going to be so happy the day he gets fired. I'm going to glory in it. I hate him so much. This is such like Gestapo ass shit. Uh, I'm really not like man. you didn't cooperate, so we're going to suspend yeah. you for not cooperating. What? This is America. What are you talking about, dude? And not only that. Not only that, you know, I guess I would almost, almost feel better about all of this if Goodell and the NFL had been representing themselves as just this uber-conservative organization, and that's just the way it was. But the, but the thing is, they are wildly abusing and mistreating right. the players on the concussion front, and on a numerous, you know, this whole maybe expanding to 18-game schedule. I mean, just like, they obviously don't give a shit about, like, they're not... 
they're not being conservative right. with like player safety <laughs> or, or, sure. or things like that that actually matter. They're being conservative with like punishments and like, oh, you're being a very bad person. You, you somehow broke the integrity of our game. And we're going to bring the hammer down on you. If they were yeah. consistent across everything, I would almost be I, okay. With, almost be okay with it. But the fact that they suck so bad on player safety and they're just trying to be like really harsh yeah. because of public perception on these punishments, it's I just hate how arbitrary so it is. Like, oh, we're just gonna pick a number out of a hat, see how that goes. And then and then like you say, they're so yeah. scummy everywhere else that they're trying to take them trying to take them serious with these punishments is ridiculous. And then and then the uh Yeah. Oh gosh, lost train of thought. Lost train of thought. Wait. Wait. I don't know, man. I hate Roger Goodell. I hate everything. Oh, oh, the fact that, like, with most of the player punishments, you know, it's not usually Tom Brady. It's usually a guy who uh, beat his wife or robbed a liquor store or whatever. And the fact that now with the NFL, we're going to be judge, jury, and whatever. Like, it doesn't matter if you get convicted. So, Greg Hardy is a terrible person, right? He almost certainly beat the shit out of some woman and then got convicted and then he appealed and at the appeals hearing, she didn't show up because he bought her off. And so his his uh, his conviction got thrown out, right? He's a bad person. He got convicted of it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, his conviction got thrown out. Like, according to the law, he's not a felon. So the NFL takes it upon themselves to suspend him for 10 games. Like, I don't know. I just don't understand how the NFL is doing wants to do this thing where it doesn't matter like if you're getting criminally prosecuted it doesn't actually matter if you get convicted or whatever like we're going to make our own judgment based on the facts and we're going to decide what to do right that's that's such it's a so dangerous t- road to take and it'd be so much easier to just base your suspension well how about this like how, how about this like things. yeah yeah you get convicted like, like have rules about policies, guess, actual but... legal things happening like this this is what we're going to do. But more importantly, yeah. like, how about you just don't suspend them? Like, let the teams handle it themselves. If if a team is willing to take the heat yeah. that having a known woman beater on your team is going to bring you, fine. And if they're not, he's not going to find work. Like, Ray Rice is not going to find work because he's not a good enough player anymore to be worth the shitstorm, right? I'm fine with it. Like, let's just make it just right. free market. I the, Yeah. Well, the, pro, the problem, like you say, is it's out. a super slippery slope, like... What happens? What happens when a guy gets arrested for something he didn't do? Like, how are we? Yeah, falsely sure. accused. That happens all the right, time. I mean, these I'm are famous sure. guys, yeah. right? They're targets. And if it becomes a thing where you know that right. if you're able to get an NFL player arrested, they're probably going to be suspended. Well, all of a sudden, like, it becomes worth it to start blackmailing these NFL players. Like, it just—it's such a slippery slope, and it's okay. impossible. It's impossible what they're trying to do. They're trying to like set up their own justice system yeah. or something. I don't know. I hate the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I think I think here's where I think this is would be a pretty pretty easy way to draw the line. If you're the NFL, you should be more like the federal government. The way that wait, you should be more like the federal government should be, and less like the states. Mm-hmm. Your teams are the states. You should let the yep. teams pretty much do their thing, but you should definitely you know you're looking out for the entirety of yep. the league or country, and so there are certain things you should have in place, and that's what I this is what I think. They should be as far as legal things. You should let the law do what the law is going to do. If the law finds someone uh-huh. guilty, so they've done things illegal, have your rules in place okay. for what their suspension is going to look like. 
the only other time you would maybe go outside uh-huh. of what the law found is in cases like the Ray Rice situation. Because I do think in the Ray Rice situation, well, that's the thing. Yeah, ended up not pressing charges. So, so Ray Rice would have, yeah. So, so he would have never gotten in trouble. But, but if you have evidence, and not only that, you you don't even have to just go by the evidence. You, you see this video, right, of of Ray Rice hitting his wife, doing something that's very just yeah. bad for the league's perception. You well, could see, have some things in place for that, but I think no, you have see, to have because now you're that you're happened, you're to do that. Looking at the evidence and making your own judgments again. Here's here. It, listen, I'm not saying it's an easy answer because it would suck to have a bunch of dudes that you know did stuff in your league, and maybe eventually, like if a guy's got a pattern of behavior, you don't need law; you just can suspend him or whatever. But the Ray Rice thing would have taken care of it, itself. The Ravens cut him as soon as that video came out, and before any additional suspension was announced. That's true. Yes, and Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, too. and no, and Hernandez, no NFL thing. team was picking him up after that. Again, he's not good enough. But even if he was Adrian Peterson, I don't think they would have picked him up that year. So really, we can we can make this even more simple and just if if people are convicted of things, have yeah. your your procedures in place. If not, let the teams be yeah, the I bad think so. guys. Or let them I mean, again, them. it's not a perfect solution, but there are no perfect solutions, and I don't know how how what they're doing is better because what they're doing is an incredibly slippery slope. Yeah. Well, and I, I agree with you because, I mean, this is such a Twitter, social mm-hmm. media, media-fueled world that, I mean, everyone would – people would grill teams when they, sure. you know, when they see videos like that, right? And they didn't, if they didn't cut a guy and, and things like that. So I don't think you have to suspend a guy. Like teams are running a risk already right, if exactly. they want to hire a guy like that. It's just like in real life when I go out just drunk as hell – and I just go on a bender. I maybe go for a joyride, but I don't get caught by the police. I post <laughs> all of it to, to social media. Right. Guess what? I'm getting fired. And I'm probably not going to get hired by another company ever. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to go do my own thing or repent, you know, like publicly and, and tell everyone I'm going to be better. Especially if I'm in a white-collar business sure. industry. I'm never getting a job. But it doesn't mean that people have to right. suspend me for my behavior. They just fire me. Like, yeah. my company fires me, exactly. and that, that's that. Right? Nothing else. Yeah. Okay, that sucks really bad. No, I think that makes sense. Um, well, we're in agreement. The yeah. game I, I'm excited ridiculous. about the appeal. I just hope it doesn't, I just hope it doesn't quietly go away. Too. I, hope, I hope Robert just brings down the hammer on the ginger hammer. I think so. I hope I think he will, and I really hope he does, man. Roger, he's had a rough, and he's rough. Dude, the thing is, I don't understand how you can have such a stiff running a major organization who's also not smart. Like, if you're going to be that level of stiff and without personality, you have to be a tactical genius. You have to be you, David you, Stern. Yeah, you have to be David. Well, but Stern David Stern was funny. Like he was a dick, and he wasn't funny. Like nice, funny. Like he was kind of a servant mean funny and he, he was, was smart, smart hell, and he though. was ruthless he, was smart he got stuff done roger seems completely inept dumb and no personality like you can't have all of those things going i'm starting to buy the theory that the only reason the owners continue to employ him is so they have a whipping boy so nobody comes after them like because he's <laughs> yeah. clearly overmatched by the job and again, yeah, it's all- like even if you were just charismatic, that would go a long way, right? Like he could have a press conference. He could really sway yeah. the public as to why whatever yeah. idiotic thing he's doing this time is right. 
But he doesn't. He can't do that. He's an awful speaker, yeah. and then does stupid things. Yeah, I was just gonna say it would be way better to have a guy that wasn't a lawyer and wasn't tactical in any way, but was just a funny guy or, or charismatic in yeah. any possible scenario. You know, like in, he's talking to the media. The media get yeah. along with him. He is eloquent. Yeah. He gets his point across, even if the point is ludicrous. I, I mean, I completely agree with you. Obviously. I, I think Roger Goodell is really bad at his job. How does a guy He's like worked in the job? NFL since like he was a baby. Um, his dad was a senator. And, yeah, he just kind of worked his way up. I guess at some point he must have been at least decent at his job. Also, he's got connections. His dad was a senator. But I I don't know. I don't know how you, how you make that man your, your, uh, your commissioner for sure. Like, I have no idea. Well, especially how how does he have this? I, much I seriously am starting to buy the theory um, about the whipping like, board. You think about like an NFL, yeah. I, well, that must be the case because you think about NFL head coaches, NBA yeah. head coaches, GMs. Like this whole industry yeah. is just insane. You get you get fired. Like your money, your money, Williams. You get fired after you just made the yeah, playoffs. Everybody with an injury riddled coach, roster. So I'm fine with that. No, no, I agree too. I, I no, no, not bad. I think he's a mediocre coach. And I think everyone agrees that you have Anthony Davis, and yeah. Anthony Davis took you to the playoffs. But my point, you know, you still grasp my point. Roger Goodell's proved yep. he's inept and an idiot, and he still has his job, and he can make way more than that all is these true. coaches. The other and thing, GMs though, the counterargument is simply that the NFL's expanded, grown, and is more popular under his watch. And so if you're the owners, all you look at is your bottom line, say, well, he's doing all right, which I think is an idiotic way to look at it, but that could yeah. be how they're doing it. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, the snowball would roll down the hill right. no matter who the hell's standing. Right. But yeah, that's the biggest thing. He makes like $40 million a year for being an idiot. It's really upsetting because people always talk about how like life's egalitarian and the cream will rise to the top, blah, blah, blah. Clearly not. I am much, much, much smarter than Roger Goodell. And yet I very much doubt that I'll ever make <laughs> as much money as he's making right now. Like... It's upsetting to me. He's an idiot, and I'm a genius, and he makes a ton of money. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, I what was that thing you were saying about egalitarian and things, blah, people, blah, blah? People think life's like egalitarian, like the cream rises to the top. Clearly, that's not true. Oh, yeah. I actually, I, I fully d- don't agree with that. I, I think that. There's certain types sure. of the cream that rise to the top. You know, like there's certain types of people that no matter what, they're the kind of person mm-hmm. that's driven enough to find a way. But I certainly don't think just like just intelligence or just social aptitude, you know, or things like that make you go to the top. I mm-hmm. think, no, definitely not. Because I've met some really like socially mm-hmm. – uh, stupid people and they might not even be that intelligent yeah. they somehow made millions of dollars and it really shocks sure. me you know like in the business world and stuff like that you know it's like you're in a business where you need to be socially there and you need to be smart <laughs> and you don't seem right. like you're either right how did you make millions of dollars okay. all right let's move on to bill simmons i am i was gonna say I, if you said you're shocked, shocked, you shocked but attention. still no, I'm not shocked at all. I'm actually shocked. Here's what I am shocked about. I'm shocked ESPN was the one that decided not to renew his contract. I thought Bill would be the one I'm to just kind of walk away. 
I think that oh, dynamic is. is a huge difference. Bill has been their main content provider yeah. for how many years? I mean, like, I don't even read any other ESPN person. And I only started right. reading Grantland stuff because of Bill Simmons. And seriously, yeah. if Bill Simmons is no yeah. longer on Grantland, which he's not going to be, I'm Are you really? Much, much I, less. There's some guys much on Grantland that I've yeah. just become attached I, I like, to. I like things on it. No, see, I like things on it, but Bill Simmons was was the beginning and the end. I mean, he's the well, reason. Here's my problem. Any of it was good. Um, I've recently been thinking that Bill's work has gone downhill. Bill's writing is not what it was. I started reading Bill five, six years ago, and he was incredible. And maybe seven yeah. years ago. I don't know. It's a long time. And he's gone downhill like significantly. Really, the only thing he does now that I like are his mailbags. And even then, it's not what they're not what they used to be. Right, but. Grantland has some writers I really enjoy. I enjoy Andrew Sharp. I enjoy Shay Serrano. I enjoy uh, Network. I don't know what his real name is. Anyway, I enjoy a lot of the stuff on Grantland. So I think I would continue. I enjoy Zach Lowe, even though he's a little bit boring. Um, so I would I would continue to read a lot of that stuff without him. Here's what I think. I think aside, if you, there's multiple reasons why ESPN decided not to go forward with Bill Simmons. One of the most obvious is a dollars and cents one. Do you know what right. Bill Simmons makes a year? Five million dollars. Probably a lot. And in order to keep him, they had. Now is that that just, ESPN just pays him ESPN? five million dollars I mean, a year? So, and in order to keep him, the last time they redid his contract, they had to give him Grantland, right? Which is fine. Grantland, right. by all accounts, loses money. Okay. It's wildly expensive. Listen, oh, really? from an art perspective, it's been a huge success. They've won all sorts of like prestigious writing awards and stuff. It's like one of the most well-regarded online uh, writing hubs around. However, it's expensive. They've got a, very, a lot of expensive employees, a lot of employees, right? It loses money. And it's run by a guy who costs you $5 million a year, who probably... How do you know um, it loses money? Who all the articles I've been reading uh, from Awful Announcing, Deadspin, everybody agrees. They're, no, like nobody knows. Nobody knows how much. Knows money, how much. They like, just know I mean, it like, definitely loses money. So here's, here's, my, okay. here's my problem with that assessment. Just real quick. I'm uh, going to let you continue because I think you have a great point. But my problem with that mm-hmm. just, it, by all accounts, it loses money. How much is that worth for ESPN's just brand as a whole? Sure. And just well, obviously. And you know what? Having an artistic success is worth something. However, I'm just saying... It loses money. Yeah. You were forced to do it by this guy who you pay five million a year, right? And I don't. I'm not. I don't. I'm not even necessarily counting Bill's five mil against Grantland. I mean, the rest of it, right? Like right. page views wise, Deadspin almost doubles it up. And Deadspin, there's no, a there's an ad tracking agency. Stuff. There's an if you, I don't remember what it's called. There's a company that tracks page views. There's no way. In, no in way. March, Deadspin, uh, Deadspin had 11-something million unique viewers, and uh, Grantland had 5-point-something million. Then in April, Deadspin only had 8.5, and, and Grantland had 6 million. Point is, Deadspin kicked its ass every month. Uh, I mean, every obviously, I can't say I'm 100% certainty, but that was the feeling I've gotten, because I've seen other graphs like that with similar numbers for different months. Um Wow, that I shocks. Know. So apparently, know. not as many people like Grantland as you would assume. Uh, but anyway, the point is the thing. No, 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 no. Yeah, More Deadspin's like, like a big Deadspin deal. Than I would assume. Well, how come they don't have a better website know, and man. have more advertisers? I'm not in charge. 
So, uh, anyway, point right, is, continue. So losing yeah, money. It's stuff, losing money. You're losing money on him every year. You're paying him $5 million. You're forced to give him this sort of vanity project. You're losing money on him every year. So just dollars and cents wise, why wouldn't you fire him, right? That's the first thing. Second thing, he's a pain in the ass. Like a giant pain in the ass. Yeah. A couple months ago, he did, he did an uh, yeah, I, uh, interview with somebody. I was reading excerpts from the interview talking about how, yeah, no, from day one, Grantland's been understaffed. And, yeah, no, it's been, like, over a year, and we haven't been able to add any staff. And at some point, you're either going forward or going backward. And he's bitching and bitching. that The website has, like, 80 employees. And the understaffed thing, again, comparing it to Deadspin, it's got more than twice the employees of Deadspin that, that gets uh, double the traffic. So it's like, what are you talking about? If I was <laughs> yeah, his boss, I'd be pissed, though, reading that article. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you this idiotic? This yeah. is a this is something no, totally. that I'm letting you do. Artistically, it's working, but you're losing me money. And then you're going to bitch about me not giving you more money so that you can make it a bigger operation and lose more money? Like, what the hell are you even talking about? I, as much as I like Bill. It, <laughs> I will say this, though. Four how, years. How long has Grantland been up? Yeah, 2011. It's been four years. Wow. Well, that's longer than I thought. But I will say, uh, that's I have a hard time believing Bill Simmons has complete operational control of that enterprise. So my, my only overall point would be, if you are somehow losing money with 6 million, 8 million, 10 million views a month, um, I feel like first, you're probably not charging your advertisers enough, or I don't know, like... There's some operational difficulties well, I think there the, that someone just sucks. Well, at listen, or, they could definitely leverage like there's something there. more. They do a terrible job of advertising on his podcast. Adam Carolla, I got all these numbers from some article I read today. Adam Carolla, apparently, last year, you know, he, he does a free daily podcast, right? He grossed $4.4 yeah. and had profit of $2 million last year on his podcast. That's it, just a podcast. Wow. And Bill Simmons is like the Bill top Simmons five is number two. Uh, BS Report is number two on the sports uh, section of iTunes, and Bill Don't Lie, his new podcast, is number three. So he m- murders the, the podcast. That, that alone. He murders it. So, well, but they no, they have no some advertisements. They don't do really. a good job. I mean, to speak, and of. they. No, but it, it can't it can't be anywhere nearly as much no, as, as I agree. Rollers leveraging, or else I agree. So anyway, they've done a bad job. Right but um, my, my larger point is they're losing money on him through whoever's fault it is, and he's a giant pain in the ass. And at some point, when you combine those two things, I don't. It's yeah. just not worth it for him. No, I, I totally I totally agree. You know, I, I was just sort of shocked because I think I think he is. Uh, I guess my I just don't read anyone else on ESPN. I agree with you that some parts of Grantland have yep. I've become attached to, and I probably will start reading. But it depends on what Bill does next. Like if Bill if Bill yeah. basically makes another Grantland and sure. steals maybe sure. half the staff from Grantland, absolutely. Like like yeah. you're you're going to go to that, <laughs> you know. And so I guess my point is I'm shocked a little bit that ESPN is the one that walked away, just because. Uh, like I don't, I consider myself sort of a typical fan and digester yeah. of content from sports, 
And I don't read one thing. Yeah. I don't go to ESPN.com ever. Not really, once. even just for like updates. ESPN.com. So I'm only going to Grant. Yeah, never. I, I have the I have a score center. Oh, you know what? Okay. I have their app, so I yeah. do mess around on their app for scores. But I never go to ESPN.com, and I never read anyone on there ever, especially because Riley I is never a read Riley, douche tar. Ever. But everyone knows he's a douche um, tar. But he was like he was like their other yeah, but they like, like their other out. big he's writer, done. right? And all the TV yeah. shows that they employ people for piss me off, except for... And you know what? Neither of those shows are what it used to be. Like, when I was... My first year at Oregon State, I watched those shows religiously. They were so good. But that was nine years ago or ten right. years ago, and they were fresh, you know? Like, doing the same thing for ten years. Like, Uncle Tony yeah. and... They're just not as good as they used to be. You can't be for this long. Absolutely. Well, and I think you get a little tired of it, but... Uh, Obviously. First take is... Of course. Offensive to my ears. Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless are two of the worst people on earth. And I think they're only doing yeah. it to be millionaires. But it still kind of offends me that they would you sacrifice their souls to be that I don't think Stephen A. is stupid on air. I think that's real. Oh. Oh. I actually thought it was the other way around. I thought Skip Bayless No, I think Skip uh, might be like stupid like a fox. But Stephen A. Smith, I think that's really who he is. Dude, I don't know. Like, I saw on Twitter today him with a quote that said, it's embarrassing that the 76ers would put any time into redoing their logos when they should be putting the time into redoing their roster. And I seriously wanted to just do terrible, terrible, illegal, horrible, immoral things to him. Like, You think it's the same staff, bro? It's it's the marketing department. They got nothing to do. What are you talking about? That's all they have to do. That's that's an entire department of this organization. That's their job. You're an idiot. Oh, he, that, that's a real thing that he said. And I don't know if he was being serious or not. None of us know. But I'm like, there's no way you're. Being do you know serious. who the PFT commenter is? So. There's no. this guy on Twitter that apparently started as just a person who commented on Pro Football Talk's website. Okay? That's Florio's website. Yeah. And he's kind of douchey. Florio is, right? And PFT comp. I follow. Uh, so PFT Commenter basically is doing this. It's like performance art where he pretends like he is Stephen A. Smith turned up, right? Like, he says the most <laughs> ridiculous things. Like, he, he writes a weekly article for, uh, I think it's SB Nation, right? And at the beginning of it, he says something about, like, if yeah. you care about spelling and not telling, then there's the door. Because he has uh, bad spelling and grammar all the way throughout all of his articles. Like, he's a freaking retard, right? But you couldn't even do it as bad as he does with a, on a computer. That's how, it's amazing. Anyway, but then, like, you follow his Twitter, and he, <laughs> he's all about hot takes, right? It, the, the takes aren't hot enough, right? Yeah. And he just, he seriously, it's like, when, when I follow him on Twitter, and I read a bunch of his stuff, and then you hear, like, something that Stephen A. Smith said, and you're like, Stephen A. Smith is parody. He doesn't know it, but he says the same stuff as this, like, satirical uh, Twitter account says. Like, they say the same crap. Right, right. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. <the> person. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Stephen A. Smith. And, I, I actually haven't no, watched no. that show 
in forever. The only thing I see yeah. about that yeah. is when people when he makes somebody mad on Twitter, <laughs> and it fires me up. Yeah, and I, I remember why I never yeah, I make a sure. point to not support them. Um. Well, yeah, that was fun. I have a quick uh, pop okay. culture a break for us. Yeah, Kanye West accepted an on, honorary doctorate from the School of Art nice. Institute of Chicago Absolutely. on Monday. That's right. So Kanye West has a doctorate okay. degree, essentially. I mean, I know it's an honorate, right. honorary degree, but he could okay. call himself <laughs> Dr. West. Okay. But what? Why, why would the well, Art well, Institute let's, of Chicago let's, do that? Let's examine this. Come on! Though. It's not like the University of Chicago did that, or, or like the University of Pennsylvania, or Brown, or any of these like prestigious uh, centers of learning. No, the Art Institute right. of Chicago. Right. I mean, uh, for everything else that he is, Kanye is a bit of an artist. He makes music that people enjoy. So if someone was going to give him an honorary doctorate, I guess I'm fine with it being like an art college. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I, I don't know why I'm really that upset about it. I don't <laughs> even know why I'm surprised at all. No. He talked oh, about George really? Bush for part of his He's, speech. He's I can't even idiot. tell you what he such to you with him. But, uh, yeah, no, I support, I support the move. He's yeah. an artist. You're an art institute. Fine. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay. NBA commenters that suck. Oh, yeah. Commentators. Uh, this is pretty easy. I have two that I really want to talk about okay. real quick, and I'm sure you'll echo my thoughts. Which is unfortunate. Maybe we can disagree on somebody. We, it'll be somebody towards the middle a little bit more, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the Reggie Miller is the worst. It makes me mad. Just the worst. And, okay, we can talk about this. Why? Why do networks feel like people will be more attracted to names they know or, than people that are just good? And here's, my, here's I guess, the, the point I have for good uh-huh. instead of names they know. Sure. Kevin Harlan. No. Was he a famous basketball player? Guess what? Kevin yep. Harlan's really good at his job, and I like Kevin Harlan. I, I would listen to him anytime. He's a great uh, play-by-play yeah. guy. Now, He's fantastic. He's part of my list of NBA commentators that suck less. Or example, I guess. Okay. No, no, but let me let me finish. I'm just saying, like they for some reason let these stars get a shot, and they don't. They don't. Sh- some, uh-huh. Sometimes they shut stars down early. Which is why it's really weird for me when they let some stars continue on, even though right. they're so bad. So they shut down Bill Simmons pretty early. Uh, he Bill did Simmons color wasn't in like good two games. It. it was never supposed to be a real game for him. Yeah, no, he was a he was the sure? uh, network show, and he did two years, and then I think he sh- sort of shut himself down. He didn't, he didn't want to do it anymore because he was getting in a fight I in fights with Sage Steele. Which again, example of him being a pain in the ass. No, 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 no. No, he only he, did it. But he did some play-by-plays. He, he was colored like color three times. For games. Not a lot of times. I, I was there for that. But I, I thought no, they no, just no. Didn't it was always like fill in. I mean, maybe, maybe that's why he hasn't done it since. But it was always just supposed to be like a fill in, like, oh, want to come do color for us, kind of a thing. I don't know if I believe you, but okay. I guess my point is, it seems like they will not sure. let some sure. stars do it for that long because they suck. 
But then they let st- stars that actually suck so, continue. To here's do it, my like theory. My theory is so. First of all, the reason your example wasn't incredibly good is because Kevin Harland is a play-by-play guy, and none of the play-by-play guys that you can name right now are famous basketball players. Not one of them. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, you basically just proved my point. The color sure. guys could be the same. So here's exact but here's person. what here's what I promise. Listen, the I agree. Guy here's their working theory. Their theory is, all right, we're going to have a broadcast professional here to keep this show moving, keep it on the rails. Then we're going to get a basketball expert in the other seat, right? Broadcast expert, basketball expert. Right, 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 and right. then they're thinking, well, our basketball expert can't be a 5'5 white guy unless, for whatever reason, he's widely accepted to be a basketball expert. Expert, Like Jeff Van Gundy, for example, <laughs> right? He's the only 5'5 white guy. Right. Everybody else, Coaches, we yeah. need people with credibility, they say. They, they don't think to themselves, let's get somebody who can earn the credibility. They want people that have ready-made credibility. So when he, they say something about basketball, the sheep listening to them won't say, I don't believe this guy. He's 5'5 five, five and white. So they get guys like Reggie Miller yeah. and Chris Weber and Magic Johnson and whoever else because they played professional basketball. You would think they would know some things about basketball. What they do not know, unfortunately, is how to talk in front of a microphone. How to talk at all, really. And really, there's a reason that we have stereotypes about geeks and jocks in high school. And that is, by and large, jocks are friggin' idiots. And listening to them talk for two and a half hours, not good times. Well, first of all, that was actually a really good point. Very well described. That is the reason they do it. Um, I, yeah, I just don't know if I fully buy in. But listen, I don't you know think what? they should do it that way. Right. It, listen, I think they should aim. I'm. They should. They should aim. If for you more gave me the NBA offseason to prepare, and then gave me Reggie Miller's job, and just didn't tell anyone that's what you were doing, like we just showed up day one, and is like, oh, Reggie's not here. Oh, here's Nick, and I've been preparing the offseason, like really polishing up on the X's and O's of basketball, right? There's a 100% chance I would be better at that job than right. Reggie Miller. So since we know that's the case, I think their plan that they're working under is ridiculous. Because I think it would take me all of a season being better yeah. at the job than Reggie is now for many more people to approve of my color commentating than approve of Reggie's currently. Because you know how many people yeah. currently approve of Reggie's color commentating job? It's a five. Number and they're all from He's Indiana. got two sisters, two parents... And a young son. That's the list. Okay? <laughs> um, completely agree. And here's the reason you're right about you being able to take one yeah. offseason and being as good as Reggie is because he doesn't actually say no. anything that requires you to have played Not really. any, like any he, sort of basketball, really. He says really stupid things, and he only reacts – he reacts to what he sees, which, yeah. I mean, that makes sense that you he's reacting to what he sees. But he doesn't give you any, no. like – analytical thought it's all like oh that was a that was a great a great take by right there by exactly really he really powered past uh you know the defender and it was it was a really strong take i commend you know that's what big players do in big situations exactly screw you reggie we all know that give us something that a pro jeff van gundy is an example of why you hire guys that know basketball to color commentate that's what you want right like he gives you some analysis yeah, JBG so he gives you some analysis. He'll break down the game, like especially when he was fresh out of coaching. There was one game when he's watching it, and the Lakers really—it was a playoff game. The Lakers needed an offensive rebound if the free throw was missed, right? 
and they put Kobe Bryant at the bottom of the block. And he's sitting there going, man, Kobe is disgusting at uh, fakes. Like, he's, he's going to get this offensive rebound if they miss his free throw, especially because the guy he was next to was a rookie, right? And so then right after that, Kobe does about 19 fakes, gets the offensive board. And Jeff Van Gundy had told us that if he was a coach, he would have called timeout right then and put somebody else in front of Kobe. So, like, that's the sort of thing that they're hoping for by having a basketball guy out there. But no one else gives them that. So yep. let's just yep. abandon the plan and hire dudes to yep. talk, and maybe they can learn a little bit about basketball. <coughs> right. Yeah, like, that. that's, that's I think, is the move, right? You, you know how many guys are out there that played high school and mm-hmm. bas- played high school basketball? Yeah maybe even college basketball and probably watch a ton of NBA basketball and are better at communicating than some of these pro athletes Lots that play guys. basketball. All right, hold on. We're, 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 we're waxing <laughs> on about this. You were going to give me your list. All right, all right, all right, all right. My list. Yep. NBA commentators that suck. Okay. Reggie Miller, Shaquille O'Neal makes me yeah, want to shoot people at halftime. No. He's I don't be. like Mark Jackson. And I don't like. There's other people I don't like, but those are the three. Yeah, super obvious. obvious. Did, did you hear the other night when Reggie Miller said "no pun intended" after he had done nothing resembling a pun? <laughs> that's I what I said about. That, that's why that I, when you brought this up, I said "no pun intended." He, he, I don't remember what he said, but it was something like. Like, man, LeBron really looks good tonight. No pun intended. And I'm pretty sure he was with Harlan, and Harlan just kind of kept going and sort of... I didn't say anything. Oh, I'm sorry. I got I got one more commentator that okay. sucks, and he's a, he's a play-by-play guy. Uh, I despise really? Mike Breen. <laughs> he's such a little bitch, and Jeff Van Gundy always yeah. shows how much of a bitch he is. And Mike Breen sure. always takes yeah. the referee's side, the league side, anything conservative yeah. and not abrasive at all. And Van Gundy is the man and always yeah. tells him how much of a girl he's being. And I love it. <laughs> and I don't like Mike Breen. Uh, my list uh-huh. for, for commentators that suck less yeah. are Jeff Van Gundy, Charles, obviously, yeah. Kenny, obviously. And I think Chris Webber does yeah, a Yeah, really I mean, I don't know about really good. I'm fine with Chris Webber, I guess. Like, like, really I'm solid. Sure. Listen, I think it's a hard job. <laughs> I do not think it's an easy job, and I think Chris Webber does a really good job. And Steve was. Kerr was, was amazing great. when he was doing it, but he's not doing it anymore. And I love Mark You know, you know who's Kevin the best Hardly. that you haven't mentioned? It's Hubie. Hubie's great. Hubie's fine, yeah. No problem with Hubie. Fine with Hubie. Hate Mike Tirico. Oh, yeah. Forgot to put him on the list that sucks. But he's actually yeah, good at no, his job. No, I know. Job. He, I just don't he's like okay him. at his job. I Basketball, I don't know how he does. Football, he makes me mad every game I listen to him. I spend a lot of Monday Night Football tweeting out things that Mike Tirico says, says that upsets me. Um, I just watch games on mute yeah, when he's I, the, I can't stand the play-by-play guy. Um, all right, where's your list? Reggie. Is it any different than mine? Uh, you know, I don't like John Barry at all. I kind of hate John Barry, actually. Yeah, no. Oh, really? No, listen, I, I want to like, like him, but if you actually listen to what he's saying, he says a lot of stupid stuff. The thing that he's a lot better... What? No, I, I listen to what he's saying. No. no I listen like, to what he's saying. He's no, good. He's, he's not an idiot. Stupid. Yeah, Was course. he a professional basketball player? John Barry? 
Okay, dude. So he that's is, the thing. He's that's the thing. He he's a much better idiot. communicator really than all the other guys. He just says kind of dumb stuff. Um, his brother Brent Berry is oh. not nearly as good at communicating as him. Says less dumb stuff. Yeah, also says less. Oh, way dumb better stuff. basketball. Um, anyway, so I mean, Reggie's really the one on my list that upsets me. Um, but I don't like Mark Jackson at all. Like, I don't understand why they forced Jeff Van Gundy not to work with that guy because that guy's awful. Um, and then let me think there was that woman who did play by play hate to be sexist could not stand listening to her I don't remember I just Lois I I really had a hard time taking her seriously you know what she is she is infinitely more talented than Reggie or Shaq or Ah, any and Mark for sure Uh, by the way it is so funny listening to Mark try and uh announce a Warriors game this year. Like, talks about how... how Yeah. How, like, trying like, to explain dang. how the team's so much better this year. And it's like, oh, well, Barbosa's been really big for that. Right. Yeah, yeah, he was worth at least a quarter of a right. win, bro. You're right. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's uh, it. It's man. awkward. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really awkward <laughs> to listen to. Uh, <laughs> it's also funny that... Because of that, as well, none of the commentators have really like no that's, talked about it. Well, J- Van there. Gundy can't no. because he's like friends with Jackson, um, yeah. and, it, and it seems like all the right. sort of media that's guys I mean. kind of have it's each crazy. other's back. So none of them are going to like come out and be like, "Well, right. Kirsch like killed you in terms of a head-to-head coaching job." Um, so apparently, they're not going to do that. Right. But uh, my yeah, like. A, fir- a first-time head coach having an historically right. yeah. good season, <laughs> and with the same really team you had last year, Mark. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. he's a huge yeah, upgrade. Like <laughs> um, I, I, uh, I lo- yeah. so I, I mean, Reggie's the top of my hate list. Again, does not know what the word pun means. Later in that, uh, later in that same broadcast, he made like this awful math error where. Uh, like, one team missed a three, and the other team went and shot a layup, and he was saying it was a six-point swing. And I, I'm sitting here going, it was the same game as the pun problem. And I was just like, I, I don't understand how a layup and a three-pointer could ever get us to a six-point swing. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, anyway, hate him. I like Hubie a lot. Hubie's probably my favorite in terms of color guys. Uh, play-by-play guys, I like everyone except for Tariko. Tariko's the only play-by-play guy I have hate for. I mean, listen, Breen, Breen is a little bitch, but the fact that he's always with Van Gundy, Van Gundy make me not get mad at him when he takes the little bitch stance. Because yeah. Van Gundy will, call, will just say what needs to be right. said. Well, imagine if it was Mike yeah, Breen awful. and Mark Jackson. So, um, oh. so right after the Welsh oh. report... So whenever JVG takes a job so, as a coach, we're so screwed. right after the Wells report came out, I don't think he ha- he will. It's been too long. He's out. Um, right after the Wells report came out, Van Gundy just on the middle of the broadcast is like, "Yeah, how about that? It's more probable than not. That's the kind of phrase you're going to use to to assassinate <laughs> a man's character. Like it was awesome." And Breeze is kind of sitting there, doesn't know what to say. It was awesome. taking the bitch road. 
No, he took the bit shot. He probably said something like, "Oh, well, you know, if it's more probable, if you're in the NFL, like you gotta, you gotta just come down hard, right?" Awesome. <laughs> oh, he's the worst. All right, okay. we need to talk about Game of Thrones. Yeah, we've already almost hit the hour mark. We are prodigious really podcasters. We can we bust can out an hour like it's nothing. If seriously, if any uh, radio managers out there need some people to just fill airspace, we have no problem. Like, you need us to fill another hour it's tomorrow, no big deal. We talked for an hour today on the phone. We'll do it again tomorrow, whatever. We've got a lot of opinions, and we can wax eloquently about them all. We can... Yeah, I mean, we could have talked more about Kanye. Absolutely. We really left ourselves short. Absolutely, there. we did. Um. There was a lot to talk about Game of Thrones. So this is actually perfect. So, listeners, yes. all six of you, if you haven't tune seen out now. all the Game of Thrones episodes and you want to, tune out now. If you don't care or if you've seen them all, so So we just went on. from six to three. Here we go. But you three, you're the hardcore. You're the core of our fan base. <laughs> yeah. The Game of Thrones and sports yeah. fans that listen to our cast. <laughs> <laughs> the Bush cast. All right, so where are we going to start? I mean, we're going to try and like talk about the season. Like, did you have specific questions for me? What what what's the uh, uh, I don't know. Just so much has gone down, and I feel. I mean, you just did I just did. So I, so everyone's aware. Days. Yeah. What so a, I had been DVR the, the season, and for whatever reason, I could not get myself to take the plunge and start. Like I was a little bit afraid. I don't know. And then. I watched the first episode, and I was like, oh, right. I love this show. I remember now. And then a week later, I was caught up. Yeah. Um, there you go. So I'm sure it's more fresh in your mind. Are there a few just giant things that happened in the first three episodes that you wanted to discuss? Giant first off? I'm having a hard time. I'm having a hard I mean, time I have remembering one which or two. which. Because um, I watched them pretty close together. Yeah, I don't know either. Um... Well, give me your giant things, and then I'm sure that'll that'll uh, cause me to remember giant things. Well, I, it was pretty mind blowing, at least for me, that Jon Snow became the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So I knew that was going to happen, or it would have blown my mind too. Lord Commander. Um, so that was that was okay, awesome, okay. and but more importantly, I loved the scene where he uh, went ahead and executed the dude. I loved that too, and that's what I was going to follow that up with. I think he's done. Like, last season, sure. Jon Snow pissed yeah. me off 80% of the time. In the last two seasons, probably. He just pissed sure. me off more than he didn't uh-huh. piss me off. And this season, he has been incredible. He's been doing boss things. He executed that dude when he, he normally would have bitched out. bitch out right there. He did How good was the part was where, where his buddy, the guy who's yeah, been a bastard amazing. the whole show, uh, Looks like he's going to stand, try and stand in their way. And then he just moves and is like, yeah, no, you're right. Steps. He deserves to get his head cut off. Go big. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, thought it was amazing. thought Jon Snow's been awesome. I, I would have considered, if I was him, taking the stance yeah, off. Yeah, definitely. Um, of course, not, neither of them know that the two Starks are alive in the uh, – So do you read the uh, Ask right. the Maester stuff on Grantland? So you found out that in the I books – um, John actually finds out like uh, Samuel Tarley knows in the show that those two are alive, and in the books he tells John, which would have made that decision a lot easier because uh, John would not have been really tempted by it. 
Why wouldn't? Yeah, Mr. that's. Sam I mean, that's what the maester said. I didn't remember that part, but apparently Sam ran into them. Remember when they the two groups kind of crossed paths? I don't know. Yeah, why wouldn't uh, Sam? He tell would promise John not to, or something. Is what the maester said. I don't remember any of that happening though. Um. Anyway. Huh. Okay. Um. So the John thing's been yeah. cool. Um. It when the uh, creepy Scarlet Witch lady tries to bang him there. If you're John, do you do you go for it? Oh, yeah. well, yeah. He's already broken his <laughs> vow. I mean, that, that's ridiculous. The whole vow thing. The whole vow thing is the stupidest sure. thing ever, John. You broke it already. So, what? So well, but in his defense, like he broke his vow it up? while trying to fulfill his vow the first time. Like he was, you know what I'm saying? Like he was under, ah. he was deep undercover. No, no, fair enough. But he didn't have to bang. It would have been a little bit suspicious, though, his, if he didn't bang the hot chick that wanted to bang him. Okay, fine, fine, good point. I thought it made more sense toward the end of when he was refusing sure. the boobs that were in front of him. It made it made more sense when he was like, "Yeah, you know, I I'm in love, and yeah. I'm not ready to love anyone." That else. was a good card. You Absolutely, know, he played that. That card, that card at least makes more sense than... <laughs> How <laughs> no, creepy was it when she was Don't like, you know? you know nothing, Jon Snow, and left? She's... She, yeah. yeah! She <laughs> freaks the hell out of me. I do not like her at all. Dude, that yeah. was creepy. I forgot yeah, that about that. What, if you, what do you do if you're Jon Snow right there? Be like, okay, come back. Obviously, you're like... <laughs> you're like no, no. He, he looked a little creeped out. A little bit. <laughs> Um, so, what was I going to say? Uh, the whole sure. Tyrion thing is really fascinating. Yeah. Obviously. Um, I'm really excited for him to finally make it to Daenerys. Right, and also so that he had to get kidnapped along the way, so now he's going to come as a prisoner. Right. Actually, sorry, before we, before we get into that, I just wanted to say that I think these episodes are flowing way better or whatever i mean pace whatever you want to call it i feel like it's way better than it was last season there were episodes last season where i was just like nothing actually happened and i haven't felt that at all this season really i mean there's no question i always want more but man i don't know i feel like things are just okay they're doing a great job i think and i'm taking i'm taking i'm plagiarizing part of that from some of the things i'm reading but they were just affirming what I felt already. I really do think the, these episodes have just been really good and gone, you know, at a good pace. Sure. Um, so, to talk about a couple more storylines, uh, Sansa. I keep expecting her to kill uh, the little bastard guy while he sleeps. And maybe his dad. Like, I realize she's never done anything cool enough to make her think that she would do that. But, but I just can feel a big Sansa right. moment. Like, coming. And I feel like that moment is Lord Bolton wakes up and his dick and balls are in his mouth and he's choking on them and he lives just long enough to see her smile from the corner of the room and then he dies. Or something like that. I Ugh. I feel like something like that happens. That'd be amazing. I, yeah. That'd be really cool. I, I actually think it'd be cooler yeah. if Theon or Reek killed Ramsay and... Sansa went ahead and took care of whoever else. Doesn't matter. Sure. He, she can take care of Lord Bolton. I think it'd be cool if Reek somehow found the, yeah. the balls. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. 
found sure. found the balls. To By take the way, down uh, that whole dinner thing uh, when Ramsey was being super gay and weird. Remember that the Boltons, yeah. Ramsey and Lord Bolton, both know that the two baby Starks are alive. Right. Yeah, I I read that and asked the Macer, and I remembered that. I knew that Theon didn't kill him because that was very plain. I really like those little yeah. precaps they do before a show. Because they sort of tell you that are gonna happen. <laughs> like the things that happen yeah. along. Well, time so ago obviously you, you knew that yeah. Theon didn't kill yeah, them because we just watched them go to the little elf hut where they were throwing fireballs last season. But uh, the important right. thing to remember is that the Ramses or the the Boltons also know that because they sent out a little henchman dude who yeah. who uh, uh, yeah. Hodor Hodor all over broke his neck. Then what's his name? Warned him. Right. By the way, I'm a little upset that he's not in this season, but I'm excited for next season when he emerges from the tree in full Warg mode. Like, maybe he will just uh, possess Hodor and he will be Hodor and live in Hodor's body. Yeah. Like, I'm just excited about full Warg mode. Like, realizing his powers. It's going to be good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's just basically yeah. training off. Although, see, I worry that the Arya storyline is going to take too long for me to love it. Because, like, she's got to become a faceless man. That doesn't seem like that happens overnight. Like, I don't feel like by the end of this season she's going to be yeah. able to change her face like, and go murdering people. And since that's the case, I'm going to be frustrated by it. It's almost like they're pulling yeah. Bran out for this season. They're going to pull Ari out for next season. Do you think, though, that they go another half a season here without her making some big steps? No, I don't think so. You know, I I really don't. But who knows, man? I've come to expect Well, the thing is, if she comes out here and is suddenly like, oh, Faceless Man in Episode 9, that's ridiculous. Years of training, Caleb. Right, she couldn't. By the way, that that house is kind of creepy. Like, people go there to, to get killed. Yeah. To die. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fat. That that is an interesting one, but I I really love like every time it cuts. I know me too. I know. I'm really excited. <laughs> I just want well she is such and a then badass. she hit her sword, so even when she becomes just a girl, she'll still like know where Arya's she'll yeah. know where Arya's sword Have is. Have a sword. Because she's never gonna be just a girl. She's always gonna haul her bond to some Arya and she's always gonna go back to kill those folks on her list. Yeah. Oh, I agree, but it'll be it'll be fascinating to see, uh, you know, even if she becomes a faceless man, if she ever becomes like a Stark for sure. ruling purposes or not. I'm a, it'll just be interesting to see. Um, uh-huh. I agree with you on the Sansa thing. Like, it's about time Sansa grew a pair and did something. She's a Stark. She hasn't acted like a Stark for a one moment of any now. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, loving Jon Snow. Dude, Bronn is probably my favorite character in the whole everything. I'm a big Tyrion fan, big, big Tyrion fan, and he looks exactly like you, so I have an affinity for him, I guess. Um, but Bronn is the best. I mean, how about him just, like, giving the lip to Jamie? Just like, (laughs) dude, we all know you banged your sister, so don't even act like you didn't. Um, like just just goes on and Bronze on. Doesn't man. even care. Uh, Jamie going himself to Dorn. He really is. Where it's a horrible idea. He Would can't fight. He's useless. It's stupid. Um, so that's dumb. I like I like that the dragon lady's finally doing some stuff. She was forced into it. 
because Sir Barrister had to die for her to get her stuff together, but loved the just grabbing the heads of the yeah. families. So effective. Like, oh, so either you yeah. guys or people that are working on basically the same team as you are killing my dudes. Here, what here's what we're going to do. We're going to feed one of you to the dragons every time this happens. Like, that'll put a stop to it. Yeah, I, I really hate that it takes her so long to pull her head out of her ass. First of all, she's in Marine doing nothing. Not getting yeah. closer to Westeros, right? She needs to learn like, how to ride the dragons, What are you Caleb? doing? And, well, but, but I, that's not, why she's still she's in Marine. Learning. She's got them locked up. Yeah. But hear me out. I, You know what I'm saying. Like, that's just ridiculous. You're in this ridiculous city. You are trying to control it. for Like, it's not getting yeah. you to your overall goal. Maybe you're just trying yeah. to practice being queen, I guess. But you're failing miserably. And I wish she had done what she did this last episode sooner. Because she would have saved her boy. Um, Barristan Selmy. He's a badass old man. There you go. Would have saved him. And wouldn't have uh, crippled oh, her. Oh, Grey Worm will be okay. General Grey Worm will be fine. Um, plus... She could have crushed this whole Sons, Sons of the Harpy thing in two seconds by doing oh, what she did this last episode every day or every time. It took Bar- Sir Barrister taking ten of those bastards with him before before she saw the light. Yeah. Oh, oh, you bitches want to play hardball? I got dragons <laughs> so to feed. Cool. I know. Well, now she's going to marry the one guy. That was a bombshell. Yeah. I know. I think that's stupid. We'll see how it works out. She doesn't have to do that. She better know, still be banging what's-his-name. He is the man. I loved the character. I know. He's way, got one more personality. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there had to be something else. Uh, the whole yeah, They're basically uh, lepers. It's like, there's most things that they do in this right. show have like a real world parallel. And Leper, lepers, they get stronger Right. I mean, like, well, like I don't they know. Like they didn't seem incredibly strong. What? That's just because they're, they're stone all made. They're not made of stone. And because they're strong. I don't think so. They're I mean, stronger. What's his name? Had, did pretty good against like four or five of them, and barely got touched by them. Which he did, by the way. And now he's gonna it die. So here's my question. Here's the weird part about the ending of that episode. This last one. The weird part for me was that it almost seemed like they were faking us out. Like it seemed like he was going to just leave Tyrion and walk toward Valyria nope. and die to be a stone dude. So you he's think try, he's definitely going to try and hide it and doing his thing and just not going to tell anyone about? But that see no, that was misleading. Was just him that walking was off shit. to get firewood or whatever. And yeah, then looking no, it down was. At his his messed up. No, thing. no, it was because he. he he left his gate, the last gaze, you know, he's telling to, oh, yeah, yeah, worst case is going to be a long-ass walk. He's right, yeah. so the whole best case, worst case thing, and then right after the worst case thing, he stares at the, exa- you know, at the stone Valera, the Valeria spot, and, it, and he starts walking, and it's like, okay, you could totally take that, like he's bailing, and Tyrion's going to be just doing it. And that stuff's called grayscale. It's the same stuff the little girl had. I know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm on board. I just say stone men shit because he's gonna okay, eventually sure. get there. Maybe he'll pull. Maybe not. Like though. Maybe not. By the way, did you uh, did you see that Miritic had a half court yeah. shot in uh, in the last game? 
They yeah, I did. I also saw that they lost, so no one cares. I just thought of it because somebody just took one. Anyway, uh, uh, are no. the Clippers Is closing it one right now? Yeah, they're not. They're down eleven. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yes. Is Chris Paul playing? Yeah, I'm not sure what's happening either. Oh no. Um. All right. Well. I guess we didn't have I a mean, lot to little, talk about. I mean, a little recap for people. We can work on, uh, you know, some theories. I don't know. Just um, so yeah. many good things. Did you happening. think John's move of grabbing the wildlings is the um, right move? I think so, just because you don't want yeah. like thousands. Oh, of I think that's that's the down. only move. If you can get all the humans out of the north, you you sort of shut right, down that's the thing. Like, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think that's the move. I also think. Um, I find the oh, what's her name? What's our, what's the girl's name that married uh, Marjorie Tommen? Oh yeah, I think Marjorie Marjorie's just yeah. Except for she just got outmaneuvered by Cersei. Hot. Her brother's arrested. In what way? By the friggin' psychos. Oh, right, right, right. And then right, Tommen's right. a little bitch. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's what I was forgetting. Yeah. So the whole. Religious definitely interesting. Definitely interesting that Cersei thought it was worth getting them like put back together just so she could get back at Marjorie a little bit. Like that that uh, that's one of those right. tools that could get away from you. Um, right. And That'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Marjorie is just uh, it, it's interesting. She's interesting. Um, yeah, King's Landing. Yeah, man. what a mess. So okay, if you were going to predict right now, who's going to take after Thomas? Well, how does Tommen die? Yeah, I'm not saying. Well, he I is. need to know. I'm just asking. I need to know how who's he dies for me to tell you who becomes king next. I mean, I got nothing for you. I'm just wondering if you're putting. Okay, your money, so you're just saying you know, eventually Tommen's not king in the Stannis story, so who's, is probably. Who's yeah, I would. Or Daenerys. Do you think Stannis or? Uh, Daenerys is I would favorite. favor Daenerys. Yeah, and a big army, and, and, a big and army? she's got like probably people that would support her. Nobody really likes. Well, and she's about she's she's about to get yeah. Tyrion and Varys on her side, and That's nobody likes Stannis, and his army's not as good as hers. And again, no one likes him, and he's stuck in the north, like. He's going to march on Winterfell, but then Winter's going to hit, and all it, shit's going to hit the fan. It's just, I don't like Santa's chances. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. There you have it. I don't know, though. I just think, uh, I think Daenerys is wasting too much time in Marine. She's just, it. she's lost sight well, of that's what right. she actually is trying to do. Well, because she like, doesn't want to leave the city worse than sure. where she left. Same reason we stayed in Iraq for 10 years, Caleb. You can't just come in. Chop the head off the leadership right. and then leave and think everything's going to be fine. you got to help them resettle things or the same dudes right. will just take over and it'll be even worse for the slaves. You're right, but the they're kids and they're uncles and aunts so... and they're, they're partners in crime. Those guys. Yeah, here's the problem with, um, with old Daenerys, though. She's not exactly setting up a democracy. She's just being queen. And that's never I mean, going to be sustainable once she leaves. So okay, work she's as well. trying to set up a society well. basically where the left. former slaves aren't going to get run over by the other dudes, and that you can do while being queen, and then just make somebody right. else in charge. 
Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm just saying, man, sure, she's really lost sight of her goals here. And I, I just, I think it was really stupid to ever chain up. Well, guys. right, but she didn't want another bag of baby bones brought to her. I know. Yeah, I don't care what she didn't want. She also didn't want to let the the pits open up, and she she didn't want a lot of things. She, she also, really, in spite really of her title, up, so in spite I of her title as mother of dragons, she, she clearly does not really know how to train a dragon or tame it. She just somehow accidentally figured out how to make them hatch. And so she needs to get to work on that ASAP. Yeah. Probably. Well, that's what I'm saying, and I think chaining sure. them up was a big mistake. I mean, like, as soon as she lets them go, they're going to be like, that was pretty stupid of you. Like, and why maybe. would you ever chain She's them up? We're out. Obviously, ah, it doesn't matter to them. her yet. Drogon could have, like, an episode ago. He came down off the roof of her. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they haven't eaten her, but they haven't eaten (laughs) a lot of people that aren't their mom. Right, I guess that's true. I don't have a comeback for that. All right, well, um, any other thoughts before we wrap this one up? Winter is coming, Caleb. That's all you got. Um, (laughs) Winter is bad times times, in uh, Westeros. Real bad times. I heard it even it even touches like yeah, so apparently, uh, again, ask the maester. Uh, apparently it just sort of spread south. Still though, still. I I would rather be well, in all Dorne. Day. Yeah, because it gets south. to Dorne much later. That's what I'm saying. Like why wouldn't everyone well, I mean, go to why Dorne? why do people live in Alaska, kid? Same thing. Okay. Because they, they get, get paid. Pays super good wages. Their minimum wage is like double what Dorn's is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get fed three times a day Absolutely. instead of instead of two. I actually don't think they do, but there you go. but it's fun to it's fun to say. Um, cool. All right. Well, I got nothing else. We should. Alrighty, up. good podcast. I talk one. to you later. All right. Bye, everyone.